0: On my gravestone, it will say he watched more Kickboxer than the people that made Kickboxer.
1: I don't want my cheese puffs to get moldy and, and old. <laughs> oh so I've moved on and to my, my little gummy snacks now. Uh,
0: movie I'm glad my concept has grasped so. <laughs> the hair is long and curly in this movie, along with some good special effects, I might add. Movie Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the net that says if you're going to employ a nickname, really go for it. I'm your host, Beardy Shave, and my co-host, as always, Plague McLeprosy. <laughs> How are we doing this evening?
1: Uh, oh, my nose is falling off, my eyeballs are popping out, and my, yeah. <laughs>
0: Entrails are just... Entrails are
1: being, <laughs> yes, munched on by uh, mm. the infected.
0: Yeah. Oh, and we got a fully packed show tonight, as always, but it is really packed tonight. We're going to yeah. do the roulette. Uh, we're going to do a bit of a Marvel Films breakdown um, that I might have got us in over our heads on. Because once I actually printed out a list of all the Marvel films, it was like, holy crap, there's three episodes. Yeah. So I've got a way figured out that we can get through that without it being too crazy. Uh, yeah. And then we're going to do our horror wrap-up, horror wrap-up from yep. October. Which shouldn't take too long, and then, of course, recently watched, which should be good and fun. Got some interesting stuff to chat there.
1: Yeah, me too. Um,
0: But let's not waste any more time. Let's get to the roulette. Last week it was Hide and Seek up against Let Us Pray, and I just poured myself a beverage, so I'm going to let you go first.
1: Okay, Let Us Pray. I had heard about this one through the various horror sites that I haunt, and i um, like, ah, this should be pretty good. Or at least somewhat entertaining. And I'm happy to report that while nothing spectacular, and you, it's one of those where if you're a seasoned horror fan, even if you're a casual horror fan, you're going to probably figure this out pretty, I don't want to say pretty quickly, but I I had it pegged pretty quickly. But even casual horror fans will get it figured out. Before the midway point, but once you do, once it actually hits its stride, and it takes some time to get going, the last act is balls. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Like, it, it, it's, there is enough stuff in the beginning to keep you kind of interested, I, and I'm not going to give too much away, but there's a police station with a, a, a drifter comes through town, and... Uh, He's in a police station locked up with some other people and bad things start to happen and you're questioning who the guy really is and there's a lady cop that's, you know, that's her first night on the job and not everybody seems who, you know, is who they seem to be and that's all I'll say. But it ends – I I was hoping with the synopsis and the cover uh, and some of the things that I had heard on the different uh, horror sites that this is going to be a pretty – this is going to be a horror movie, mm-hmm. not one that cops out. And uh, I was like, "Let's go, let's get some some gory bits going on here." And but by the end, yeah, it it turned nasty, and I liked that, and that that bumped it up one full star, and definitely made it worth at the very least one watch.
0: Okay, at least, yeah, well, I'll keep it on the queue. Was it? You there, so it's kind of a slasher film. Um, no easy genre to put it in. What was it? Yeah,
1: it's fantasy horror oh interesting i don't want to i don't want to give too much away, but again it's you know, i mean it's you can tell, It's kind of low budget because there's it's it's not many people in the movie, but uh what it sets out to do it does it does right and like I said just when you're like let's go let's where's the horror it's there oh it's there <laughs> like okay nice. but the acting is the acting is good um but yeah, it was i mean now that i 'm talking about it i'm like yeah that that was a good movie I liked that like so the more I thought about it the more i give it a thumbs up okay so it's cool. not a gem it's not a gem in the rough but it's a it's a solid Netflix movie definitely
0: right gotcha okay well I'll definitely keep it on the queue and I'll revi- revi- uh, revisit it I'll, I'll visit it sometime and then we'll talk about it here so yeah you should
1: I it's it's a fairly easy watch and uh, I would be very curious as to what your thoughts are on it because I, I'm trying to, to classify it in a particular genre and it is kind of hard to do so you might find that interesting.
0: Cool. Okay, over on my side, we had Hide and Seek, which was a Korean film that, uh, uh, like yours, it's not easy to put into a single class of what this movie is. I will say the Netflix description I didn't feel was entirely accurate, but it's very hard to succinctly describe this film. Um, And while I was watching it, I absolutely uh, hated it and was texting you how much I hated it. Uh Um, But the more i thought about it in retrospect i'm a little less willing to completely shit on it and that's because i need another perspective on this movie um on the technical side all the technical stuff was fine it was shot great <clears throat> the sound was good you know it was lit well um all that stuff was completely fine uh, i had a lot of issues with the story uh with the Again, the plot is so hard to put together in in a short uh, thing here, but basically uh, there's these overloaded apartment buildings in in China and... Or China, Korea, I guess. It's all kind of vague where everything is set. Um, And uh, some people go missing or get killed. I don't really know. It's kind of vague. And then this guy goes looking for his brother who is ostracized from the family. Uh, you don't know for what and then later when they present it to you you still don't understand quite what that was about uh but apparently the adopted brother got everything and the the actual born brother got nothing from this wealthy family um and there's so many things that they set up in the beginning okay the the main character the rich adopted brother who's got a family and is you know, in a you know, seems like a good person is uh, going off his meds and he's very OCD and you can tell because he's constantly cleaning stuff. So then you start wondering about these visions and there's tons of nightmare sequences in this where you know it's a nightmare and then he wakes up from it and loud noise. And so you're like, okay, well, you had a creepy nightmare. That's great, but that doesn't have anything to do with the story. Um, and mm-hmm. that irritates me. I hate the bad dream. Oh, it was just a nightmare. I hate that. Um And so, but they never come back and answer, did it have something to do with him being off his pills? Uh, Was his brother actually innocent? Like, they they tease these ideas of, maybe he was? And then they never close it up, so you don't know. Um, And then, you know, then they get to the, again, vague review coming. Uh, They get to these parts where they're like, ooh, here's the twist. And you're like, yeah, I saw that coming... Forty minutes ago. Just don't act. Don't act like it's that big of a twist. Um, but would you? I don't know. There were some things that you couldn't see coming at all that happened to that got twisty. Uh, oh, it, it just I was very conflicted on this film. I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Um, a big thumbs down. I did not like it. But I am hard pressed to really not tell you to give it a chance, or maybe come back and tell me what you think, because it, again, it could be one of those things where none of these things bother you or it all worked on every level for you. I have no idea where you would come out on this, and it's not like I can blatantly say, this is a piece of shit. Yeah. So, um, I would like you or somebody else to give this a watch and tell me what you think. Um... Because maybe it was just me. But it, all the writing rubbed me the wrong way, but you know how I can be. I can get bitchy on some of these little things that just irritate me and w- doesn't irritate most people. Um, so anyway, that's yeah. Hide and Seek.
1: Yeah, no, and the thing is, I understand. So
0: technically, like you said, technically it was a well-made movie. Like The technical merits were were rock solid. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with any of that. And I, I went and looked it up, uh, and it said it won a bunch of independent awards and it made a bunch of money over there in Korea too. Um, so this was a very well-received film okay. there. Um, it just, boy, I hated the story. I, I mean, just the way that it, the writer wrote it and the way it, the story progressed, it felt like, this shit's all obvious yeah, to me. I, w-
1: I want to I uh, actually kind of piggyback off of that when we get to our recently watched, because there's one that I watched, nothing to do with the movie that you watched, but as far as storyline or content but what you're saying I want to talk about that a little bit later and uh, just the whole film is, is subjective and the, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you know when you're watching a downright crappy movie like it's made poorly acting is everything is just sucks and then there's another thing where okay now there you know it might be for a specific audience and you just may not be that particular audience
0: yeah, so, I agree.
1: But I agree.
0: I'll get into that later tonight. Yeah. Okay. Um next round. I just did a long review. What what'd you pick? Okay,
1: so for me, uh you threw my way uh stung, Rogue, Amar uh Amargo, maybe I Yes. Don't know. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Uh eleven blocks, slingshot, and robot overlords. <laughs> And, uh, okay, so, first off, I watched Stung.
0: I was, I figured you probably had.
1: Yeah. Yep, and, uh, and it was good. Okay. Yeah, that was a good movie. Uh, Lance Henriksen's in it, and it has some great, uh, great effects in it. It's about
0: gigantic killer, uh, wasps. I think I even posted that trailer, because it was so kind of silly and fun. Yeah, no, it, it worked. I mean, it's not fantastic, but it was a
1: good movie. Yeah. Um, so... Which one do you think that I'm going to take out of those last
0: four? Oh, boy. Uh, Robot Overlords. Yep, that's the one.
1: (laughs) And here's why. Now, with that title like that, you're like, eh. But like you said, look at the cast. There's Ben Kingsley, and there's uh, uh, Jillian Anderson in it. And then I saw who it was directed by, and it's from the guy that made Grabbers. Oh, I liked that movie. Which I really liked. So even though this is... a Tween looking sci fi movie. It has it's the
0: trailer looks pretty sweet too. It,
1: yeah, I know yeah. it does. I, I, so I'm like, okay, yeah, that that's that's a buy for me. Okay, <laughs>
0: it's, a, it's a buy for see you. I, yes, see I, what I did there? I did. I did. Okay. <laughs> uh, over on my side, I had uh, Return to Sender, uh, which I've contemplated giving to you a time or two. Um, oh, if, if well, you don't I've, pick it? I've I've thought about it eh, and then it's got not good reviews and it's kind of the revenge thing again. And, eh, I so I'm passing on I, that one.
1: I like I like uh what's her name? Is it Laura Linney in that, no, in that movie? No. Well, I know. She was in it was a Lady in Gone Girl.
0: Uh, it was a girl that, it's one from Gone Girl. I like her. She's a I like hey, I like she's a, I liked a good her ever actress. since she was a Bond girl. I like her. But yeah. Eh, uh, back in Time, it's a Back to the Future documentary. Come on, dude. We'll be discussing that in Recently Watched. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> the Awakening, which I assume you meant the horror one, because there were two of them on there. Yeah. Uh, ghosts. I'm pretty full up on ghosts right now. Mia um, Culpa. I don't even remember what that one was. Uh, anyway, and Cruel and Unusual, which I'm going to take Cruel and Unusual, which looks dodgy, but it's already in my queue, and it was like, you know what? That's what the roulette's all about. we got to dive on these grenades, even though I ate a fat grenade the last time. I, Damn. And, you know, I had only watched three quarters of Back in Time. I literally had ten minutes left. I could have, oh, man. I, I could have cheated and just gone, I'm going to take Back in Time, and I really thought about it, but I was like, nope, I'm going to try this cruel and unusual, which is... We're
1: doing this for the better of mankind. That's right, (laughs) that's right.
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, And what was it about? Uh, These people uh, put in this weird psychiatric hallucinatory prison of some sort where uh, this guy is wrongly convicted of murder and he has to relive her death every day for the rest of his life or something. It
1: sounds something right up my alley. I think it sounds cool.
0: If it is, though. Like I said, this hide-and-seek did not match up to the premise that I saw on Netflix really, it was vague and nah, so uh, we'll see next episode, cruel and unusual up against your robot overlords Uh, that'll be a win okay, now on to my big long list of Marvel films let's let's break this down a little bit Uh, okay, I've put this into some categories, and this is how this is going to go We have the category of Marvel films, uh, Marvel TV shows, and Marvel animated films. Okay? Yep. I have put these into categories, not from like one to a thousand, because there's a thousand, uh, but more like four or five categories. Great, good, watchable, which would be average, bad, and horrible. So... That way we don't have to sit around and debate, oh, well, Avengers was a little better than Captain America 2, but not quite Guardians of the... You know what? All three of those movies are great. The end. Move on. So that's kind of what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down the... We're we're do each category at a time. Movies, then animated films, then TV shows. Uh, I'm going to go through my great list, then the good, and so on. And then you can chime in if there's anything you wholeheartedly disagree with or anything that you want to chime in on. How does okay. that sound? I think Perfect. that we can move a little quicker that way. Yep. Okay. So starting off with Marvel movies, the great list. These would be the, all the live action ones. Um, and I, this, this has stemmed from me watching Ant-Man, uh, catching up on this summer's Marvel films of Ant-Man and, uh, Avengers two. Um, I thought, you know, it's, I should put this together. Um, I thought it was interesting with Ant-Man because I really enjoyed that film that I really felt like they've knocked it out of the park on their films that are the origins. Whereas I watched Avengers 2 and wasn't as keen on that one. So Whereas the sequels haven't always been as good except for one. Uh, mm. So yeah, that was the genesis of this idea. So the great list for me is... I'm and I'm doing this also uh, by the year they came out. just going down in the list. Great, the first Iron Man, which kicked off Phase One. That movie yep. is great. Uh, the first Thor, I really enjoyed the first Thor. Captain America, the first Avenger. I I know not everybody loves the first Captain America movie. Uh, well, and not technically the first first. There was the nineteen ninety ones, but. Um, I really, really, really like that movie. And I think it's getting more love now because of how great Captain America 2 is. Which, Captain America 2, also great. Uh, The original, the first Avengers. um, X-Men Days of Future Past. Mm X-Men Part 5. Uh, Mark Webb's The Amazing Spider-Man. Now, that's another one that gets mixed reviews. A lot of people don't like it. They want Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. I thought... The first Amazing Spider-Man was the best Spider-Man that's been made so far. I agree. And yep. lastly on this list, from 2015, Ant-Man. And I would review this and recently watch, but we're here, so why not just chat about it now? Uh, sure. You said it was a lighter one. It is a lighter one. I have no problem with that. It worked for me in spades because you're taking a B character, and instead of, um, you know, these movies are constantly trying to, save the world, save the world, we've got to save the world. It's always, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think that's where you, you can't always go bigger. And so with the smaller B kind of character, like Ant-Man, they went and made a heist movie out of it, and it really works. And I really laughed at the funny parts, and it just, I thought it was fantastic. Now, I'm not going to say it's one of the top five, but I think it deserved a slot in great. And I think, upon rewatch, you might tend to agree with me. Uh, So that's it for great of the live action. Now, good. Not great, but good. Uh, 1998, Blade. 2000, Brian Singer's X-Men. Guillermo del Toro's Blade 2. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. We can just put the whole series right in there. Uh, X-Men 2, Ang Lee's Hulk. The Punisher, this would be the one with Thomas Jane. Um, The Incredible Hulk, the one with Ed Norton. Very good, not great. X-Men 4, First Class. Thor 2, The Dark World.
1: Yeah, the only thing I would have contention with there would be maybe Ang Lee's Hulk. I did like it, but I thought that Edward Norton's uh, take on it was definitely better.
0: I agree, but I think they both fall into the good category. Yeah, yeah. and
1: I I enjoy both. In fact, I wouldn't mind rewatching the Eric Banner one again. It's been so long.
0: You know I looked at it with different eyes when somebody explained to me, you know, it's a living moving comic because it, I always thought it, oh, was yes. just, it was distracting. How it was always having these separate frames all over the screen. Yeah. Uh, and then I rewatched it with that. in mind. was like, that's really good. The, but what knocks it down a peg is the, the third act. It's like this tacked on villain out of nowhere. Kind of that. It just what? And then they're flying CGI through the sky and then a pond and then it's over. And you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay into the watchable category. And this is where we're probably going to get the most disagreement from the general population because there's some movies in here that are not good, but they're still watchable. Uh, Tim Story's Fantastic Four, X-Men 3, Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, Lexi Alexander's Punisher Warzone, X-Men yeah. Origins Wolverine, Iron Man 2, Ghost Rider 2, Iron Man three, which I just rewatched, and my score has gone up on that movie. You gotta get, you gotta forget about the Mandarin. That's the biggest thing. If they just totally boned it on the Mandarin. Everything else, though, that's a pretty watchable movie. Uh, the Wolverine, uh, that was the 2013 one. Avengers two: Age of Ultron. Now, that's another one I just recently watched, and wow, I thought that was a pretty good step down from the first Avengers movie. They were constantly going out of their way to save the people. Let's save the people. Did we clear the people? Did we save the people? Yes. And then they're high-fiving each other But how many people did you kill in that raid? Yeah, I killed this many. It was like, what? <laughs> uh, and then dropping cities on people. It was it was strange. I, I That movie just felt very uneven to me. Uh, and lastly, Fan4Stick. I would put that in the watchable category.
1: Definitely. I've, I agree. Um now I will say um <clears throat> I actually really liked this latest Wolverine movie. I think I liked it better than you did actually. Um I just I liked the story. I liked it uh better than most of the X- X-Men movies actually. I mean no, I don't want to say that. I don't it's it's right up there with uh with the first couple X-Men movies. It's not
0: as good as the last one, but I really liked Wolverine. I really did. I you know, it is a it is a good movie. I I enjoy watching it, but it's got some serious issues with Crap that bugs me, uh, losing his powers or having him taken away, and then he's losing his metal claws again, and it's like we've we've done this already. Um, it's, it's, it's got some hit and miss, but it is it's watchable. It's in the watchable category,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I did like that that one there, especially in the unrated version, which isn't that much different, but it's still like that's pushing an R rating yeah. for a Marvel movie, and I like that. I thought that was cool that they went that. They got a little bit
0: more rough with that one. I agree. Uh, Okay, now to the bad. (laughs) Uh, 1986, Howard the Duck. 1989, The Punisher with Dolph Lundgren, which resembles no Punisher. Anyway, uh, 2003, Daredevil. Um, Electra, Ghost Rider, and Hmm. Mark Webb's Amazing Spider-Man 2. Which I did not like the, the sequel. So. Me neither.
1: Now, uh, you didn't mention... We still uh, have the horrible
0: category yet. Don't don't forget.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, where does Blade Trinity fall in this mix? Cause, now on to the okay. horrible
0: section. <laughs> uh, the Captain America movies. The Corman ones. Fantastic Four. The Corman one. Blade Trinity. Um, and that's it for the horrible. Okay. For the live action. So, that'll wrap up the live action section. Anything to add to that? Um, G- Guardians of the Galaxy was... Great. That's great. Okay, that's. Uh, okay. I would say Guardians, Captain America 2, and Avengers would be the top three for me. And not, not in that order necessarily, but having just rewatched Guardians again, uh, that might be the best one. That thing wow. is perfect on every level. And I need to find out who does their CGI because... Why does anybody have a problem with bad CGI? Because that thing was flawless. Whoever did that CGI, get them to do everything. Uh, okay, let's go to animated films. Now, you probably haven't seen a lot of these, so I'm not going to, again, these will be a lot shorter lists, but. The great of the Marvel animated films, The Invincible Iron Man, and Doctor Strange The Sorcerer Supreme. Re- i've uh, gotta watch that I, I need to watch that i though. just rewatched dr strange sorcerer supreme um, to make sure that i still liked it as much as i liked it and the, ironically today the first kind of fan screen grab shot whatever from a distance telephoto lens of benedict cumberbatch in nepal came out today and it looks identical to this movie this animated film mm. he's scruffy and dressed the same and it looks fantastic but I want you to watch it because like with Wonder Woman then you'll have the origin story because this is the way it is in the comics as far as I know and the same with Invincible Iron Man the only thing that separates it from the live action Iron Man movie is that it nails the Mandarin perfect it's like the very best of I mean the uh, true to source kind of uh, material and that's why I want you to watch it like here just so you can see this is how the Mandarin's supposed to be um, but I only have both those on DVD, so I'm not going to give you those. So you'll be like, "Eh."
1: <laughs> well, it's it's on Netflix, so there's my uh, it is
0: there's my the uh, Doctor Strange, yeah, I think so. I looked for both of those, and I could I think they got taken off. They were at one oh. they were at one point, but they I don't know if they are anymore.
1: You know, uh, that could be on Amazon Prime.
0: Well, if so, you should check it out. Yeah, um, it's not. I mean, it's not a perfect film, but it, it just does the origin. The way that I want to see it done, yeah. Um, okay, for good. There, there, I got three good: Ultimate Avengers, Ultimate Avengers Two, and Avengers Confidential: Black Widow and Punisher. And now the Ultimate Avengers One and Two is basically how the Avengers come together, and similar to the live-action movie, um, but they're shorter films. So it's slam bang here you go, Steve Rogers getting brought out of the ice, and the whole crew brought together. Same sort of deal, fighting aliens. Thumbs up on both of those, but they're not perfect uh, Avengers Confidential Black Widow and Punisher, now that one took me By surprise, and that was the one that I recommended To you maybe watch a little bit of um, yeah. Because the cover looks horribly Cheesy, cartoon, kiddy I've, I've looked at it already It's yeah. not, it's like anime style And More of the Avengers come in towards the end That thing was a real surprise to me I'm not going to say I loved it or it's a 10 or anything But I, I was like, that was a good watch That was fun And, uh, Planet Hulk, um, now there's a storyline they keep talking about doing, I don't know how they're gonna do that, basically the way it goes is, Hulk keeps getting out of control on Earth, so this small group of, uh, Marvel people like Mr. Fantastic and Iron Man and, uh, I don't know, somebody else, they get together and put Banner in this rocket ship to send him to some other planet, and it hits a meteor and goes to this war planet, and he's stuck in Hulk form and basically is there for years and has a wife and a kid and is gladiatoring and fighting forever and becomes their king and whatever. And then goes decides to go back to Earth to kill everybody that sent him there. Um, so all the people keep screaming for the next live-action Hulk movie to be Planet Hulk. It's not that great. I mean, it's a cool storyline in the comics, but I don't know how you'd ever do it live-action. The whole thing would be on an alien planet where he's just beating the shit out of people, of yeah. aliens. It's like, eh. Um, okay. Uh, watchable next Avengers heroes of tomorrow. This is basically the children of the Avengers. So you have little kids, but they're all mixed and matched with who was banging who and made a kid out of what. And the premise already, you're like, I don't need Muppet babies, please. I'm good. Yeah. Actually, it was a pretty entertaining movie. I was pretty surprised. It was like, oh, I kind of dig that. So, that, you know, whatever, uh, Hulk versus was just a couple of shorts. Um, Hulk versus Wolverine and Hulk versus, I don't even remember now, somebody else where they just pummel each other for 30 minutes and then it was over. It was interesting, but it was a very incomplete film. Um, and then bad, I have Iron Man Rise of the Technovore, which I have on my voodoo. It's an anime style Iron Man, but it just doesn't really work. I mean, it's kind of bloody and it's, it's action packed, but I didn't feel like there was a ton of story. I don't know. You might love it, but I was like, eh. Um, It was one of those where it's an hour and goes on forever. Ooh. Because of the slow Japanese anime style where they're just like, we're talking about things that are... uh." No thanks. Um, And then lastly for the bad, Iron Man and Hulk, Heroes United, and Iron Man and Captain America, Heroes United. This Heroes United series is a slap together garbage, animated, just crap thing they put together to attract kids on netflix or something like it's unwatchably bad and that's that okay um yeah. tv shows just want to touch on this real quick this is either great or good because i just didn't even bother listing the stuff that i that i hadn't seen great marvel daredevil
1: Amen. Yep, I was going to say, that better be close to the top or the very top. Yep.
0: Uh, The Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. This was a TV series, had two seasons. Absolutely brilliant for parents or kids. And it gets kind of dark, so it's a little more like that Star Wars Clone Wars show. But it is perfect. I adore that show. I hope they make more. Um, And lastly, for great, X-Men. The animated series, five seasons from 1992 to 97. I have all five seasons on DVD. I watched them all with the family. They loved them. These are classic stories from uh, the comic books, and it's great. I grew up watching those, and uh, if you're a fan of the X-Men books at all, you'll love it. Uh, And then for good, I have... There was a 90s Spider-Man cartoon show that was good, Wolverine and the X-Men, which was pretty good. Uh, And then there was four anime series that were put out of Wolverine, Iron Man, X-Men, and Blade. They were all very, very, very anime. So they're very bloody and swearing and cutting people's heads off. And it was kind of gigantic boobs hanging out everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like way over the top. But they were still fun to watch. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just a sucker for uh, having cartoons and comics come together. Uh, and Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I've watched all of two episodes, because I'm behind. But I liked it, so I'll be watching more of that. Nice. And that'll wrap up all of the Marvel stuff. Now, did that take too long? What was that?
1: <laughs> no, no, that was good.
0: Okay. That was good. I, I,
1: I, What's funny is that some of those, like, we are in the vast minority. Like, I, honestly, Ghost Rider 2, most people hate that movie, but I
0: think it's not bad. In fact, I kind of enjoy watching it. I watched it a couple times, and
1: I'm like, that was enjoyable.
0: Yeah. I've watched it a couple times as well. I, it's a, Yeah, I put it higher than the first one.
1: Yeah, and the uh, Punisher sequel, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was kick-ass.
0: Yeah, I agree. Once you know what you're getting into.
1: <laughs> yeah, once once you know
0: this is what it's going to be like, that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. So Okay. Um, and I guess with that, we can move over to... Wrap up of our horathon. Unless there's okay. anything else you'd like to add for the Marvel thing.
1: Uh, nope, that should. Uh, I do like the fact that Marvel uh, Marvel is officially connected to trauma. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did. Have I to really like when I saw him this week up on that balcony waving his little arms. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: I lo- I love that 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 director uh, is now attached to probably the biggest well. Probably the best made yeah. uh, Marvel movie, and it's like he is a student of trauma, and I love that. I think that's that's uh, fantastic.
0: Yeah. For those that don't know, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, uh, Lloyd Kaufman has a cameo in it, and it, because uh, who directed Guardians? That was the guy that did Slither. Um, yeah. yeah well, he was a student of trauma, so he got his, yeah. he got his first break from Lloyd, and Lloyd he put him in the movie. I love that. Yeah. James Gunn. James Gunn. There you
1: go. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, let's move on to our Horror-Thon wrap-up from October. Now, we left off on the, let's see, we recorded on the 29th, so we still had a couple days um, to reach our goal of 31 horror movies in 31 days. I left off with Human Centipede 2, and my score was 29.5. I still had two days to get there. Eugene left off with Bordello of Blood and 37.5 points, so you're you're good. You, you crossed <laughs> cross the finish line with Flying Colors. Um since I've been blathering on like an idiot I'm going to go ahead and and wrap mine up real quick. I got one more in. So I didn't okay. quite cross the finish line. Um I ended up with 30 and a half points, but I thought, you know what? There's always next year and I was yeah. I was there was so many other things I wanted to watch was like I'm good. Um and that is It Follows was the last one that I watched of the year. And it was a good movie. I i definitely give it a thumbs up. Excuse me. Uh, uh, To be a critic, though, uh, I gotta say, boy, this thing did not feel like it had a third act. I mean, you had your opening, your premise, your setup. That's your first act. Then your second act is horror and terror, and how are we going to deal with this? And then it should move into the third act where we're going to deal with it, and it was over. And it was like, it kind of felt... I mean, a lot of times these movies do that in an open-ended way, but it kind of felt like a cop-out to me. Like, it just goes on, and it's like, ah, you just kind of didn't have a good enough idea to finish it off, maybe? Or, I don't know. Oh, it's funny. I, I just re-watched this uh, the other...
1: Was it last night that I watched this? Or, yeah, I watched this last night. Uh, again, after only a couple months, and I gave it four and a half out of five stars. I... I love this movie. I love the acting in it. I love the 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 uh the score in it is very John Carpenter. It's
0: excellent score.
1: Yeah. Um and I I actually liked the ending. I mean, I thought that it had a pretty it pretty good wrapped up ending, although they could have gone on a little bit more, but I liked the whole swimming pool scene and then followed by Okay,
0: so yay or nay? But it I, leaves... I thought it was just totally vague. I just thought it it was it was just over. It was like, wh- well, what happened? Are they go- did it go? Well, Why well, I don't? Know. Well, see,
1: I think that they it was done on purpose. Like you know, there was the the kid driving down the street, and there's some prostitutes. So maybe, and then hand in hand, and there, uh, I I just I, I noticed a lot more things the second time versus the first time I watched it, like um, the color scheme in the movie. Yeah. Uh, red is evil, obviously, mm-hmm. and white is good. And I, I even like the very, very... Uh, this is spoiler territory here, but... I, it's, um,
0: it's, I think it's been out long enough. Screw it. We're going to talk spoilers on It Follows. So if you don't yeah. haven't watched the ending, I guess, just skip fast forward a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah but uh, at the very, very end... Our, our two leads are walking hand in hand, and they are dressed in white. And I, th- I think that that was done deliberately as a, they're they're pure, they're clean now, they're a couple, and they're safe, maybe? But the thing was following them yet. Or was it? I know, exactly. Was I mean, it really? Well, we was did, it did, or wasn't it?
0: But... Yeah, we didn't really see anybody actually following them. Well, yeah, you did, between them, walking down the sidewalk. The last shot is of a thing that they make it look creepy on purpose. And is it, I, I figured they're just playing with your head. Like, is it, did they get away or not?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And I took it as that too. Like, but that's the cool thing about it is it's like, you don't, you never quite are sure. Like, okay. So is that just a regular person or is that a, a,
0: what yeah, I, I I agree. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was sort of like the kid pulled up to the prostitutes, but then. You never saw him get out of the car, so you're left to assume that maybe he was going to pass it to a prostitute. But yeah. a prostitute would walk up to the first person that walked up to him. So if it was following the prostitute, she'd be dead in two yeah. seconds, and it'd be well, right and, back on them. And the,
1: and the same applies for the three guys on the boat. Uh, it, it, you're obviously it yeah. is implied that she gets into the water. Yeah, but they probably don't last that long anyway because there are you know three dudes on the boat. To the well, country. and if
0: you don't tell them, they don't know. Yeah. That, that's why she got tied down in the beginning.
1: Yeah. So, I'
0: brilliant premise. And I like the fact that uh,
1: it feels like it's in the early 80s, but it's obviously not. Even, like, with the old cars and the older-style houses. And then some girl has this weird little makeup kit-type thing that's actually a, uh, a a reader thing, like a, a, a Kindle reader thing or a iPad-type device. Uh-huh. And uh, I... Thought it was awesome. I thought that was so cool how, how we, it's almost messing with you. Like it's the early eighties, but it's not. It's another.
0: Yeah, no. I definitely picked up on that. It was kind of like they they aren't telling you what time period it is. It's just kind of yeah. left there. a little open. But yes. I like that.
1: I like this. Yes. And the and when she was sitting in the uh, classroom, and she looks out the window, and the first the first time you see this old haggard. Hospital lady slowly walking way far away
0: toward her. Oh, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it. It was so cool. There were many shots like that that were extremely, yeah. extremely effective. Yeah. And again, fantastic premise. I just don't feel like they quite closed it out. Like, yeah. give it a little something. I don't know, but that's just me. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna. This is a Blu-ray for me. Yeah, I oh, like it that the, much. So the sound that oh, scared the shit out of me. I was, I was impressed. <laughs> Yeah, don't take my criticism as a total, screw this movie. No, no, it, and I don't think it dropped the ball either. I just, I, for a first viewing, didn't... I can't quite tell if it fully delivered. But Yeah. Um, okay, so that's all for my horror thon I end with a score of 30 and a half. Um, your last one was Bordello of Blood. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you watched horror-wise through October 31st, and everything else goes to recently watched.
1: Okay, so I have three more... Before uh, before November the first, and that would be Tales from the Crypt presents Demon Knight. Nice. Um, which I got to say, uh, and I watched the special features on these on both Bordello of Blood, which was a train wreck of a production.
0: Yeah, you know, I just listened to your latest episode today, and I was surprised yeah. by all the stuff you were saying. i never, I didn't know there was that issue it was, with
1: it. Was crazy, and yeah. it wasn't just Dennis Miller everything that could go wrong went wrong. And that's what makes the movie like when you watch the movie, then it's like it somehow it turned out pretty good, but knowing everything that went on behind the scenes, it's like, Oh man. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't just Dennis Miller. It was everything that could go wrong. But Corey Feldman is so fun to listen to. <laughs> yes, he is because, just because he's, he, you can tell he truly loves being in movies and yeah. he's, he, you can, it, he was easily the best part of the behind-the-scenes interview-type stuff. Hearing him talk about the movie is worth watching it alone. Now, Demon Night. what's funny is then I go to Demon Night, which is a better movie. It is, yeah. Um, and then you watch the behind-the-scenes stuff on that, and everything went fine. No real issues other than the, the demons themselves were tricky to get right. That was it. Otherwise, it was- everybody got along... Everybody was cast perfectly and the movie was
0: and, and it shows a it was a great movie. I love crazy Billy Zane just chewing the scenery and, and hamming so, it up. He's oh.
1: so good at it. and it's funny cuz he he's on the interviews and the special features and I'm like does this guy age? He
0: looks no. pretty much like he did in that movie. No, he's a vampire. Yeah. And 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 in Titanic he looks and Phantom, he looks exactly the same. Yeah, movie. it's just funny but but it was the movie and, itself holds up, and so likewise, much. Dick Miller looks
1: old. Has always looked old. Yeah, I think he looked old back in 1938 when when he was like 50. He came out that way. He was like uh, a yeah, inverted Benjamin Button, a, gr- a grizzled old alcoholic. Yeah,
0: yes, that's what he, exactly.
1: But everything about Demon Knight, it reminds me. Every time I watch it, it reminds me of From Dusk to Dawn, mm-hmm. and then you find out. It was supposed to be From Dusk to Dawn. What? Yeah. Just, sometimes you need to watch the special features and hear oh, the I whole would. backstory on, th- th- this was like Tales from the Pr- Crypt presents,
0: yeah. <laughs> Tales from the Prick, is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. The, the Dick Miller story. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> uh,
1: okay, I need to slow down. No, no, Eugene. no, you're good. Here charge we go. on, charge on. <laughs> uh, but but from dusk to dawn yeah. was supposed to be a Tales from the Crypt presents.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: uh, and then Tarantino was like,
0: eh.
1: So along comes Demon Knight. Well, we'll put Demon Knight in here and. Demon Knight is very similar, I think, very similar to the vampire aspect of From Dusted to Dawn.
0: Oh, even it's- more so than that. Now that you mention it, it should have been a Tales from the Crypt. It feels like a Tales from the Crypt movie. It feels like Demon Knight. Yeah. It has the same kind of thing going on. Yeah, like. it's got the humor. Ooh. Yeah, so it's really cool. And uh, But the special
1: features on that, just the director, everything about... Um, the behind-the-scenes stuff on these Tales from the Crypt movies is so fascinating because I watched these movies in, the, movies in the theater. Demon Knight especially, I watched that movie in a uh, pretty much sold-out theater with a couple buddies of mine. And it was a blast. Like, everybody was in on it. And this was one where it was like there was hooting and hollering, but it was cool.
0: Yeah, but that's the kind of movie where everybody, you're aware of what you're watching right away. Yeah. It, it makes no bones about it.
1: Yes, and no, but no one was obnoxious. I just remember it was a great theater experience watching Demon Knight. And then the movie tur- turned out to be so good. And watching it again, it holds up incredibly well. Like, the storyline and the ending and just everything is like... And even the ending, by the way. The test screening didn't go so hot for the original ending, so they they beefed it up, which I'm glad they did because the ending was... Great. I mean, you got lightning shooting out of Billy Zane's cock, and you got, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, you got. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Great movie.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: So, and best use of a, uh, uh what was the band's name? Uh, in the very beginning of the movie.
0: Oh, it's, it's been a it's, while since I watched it. I'm due for a rewatch on that one. Uh, I don't know.
1: Uh, it's the band themselves. I'm not that keen on but there's that one song hey man nice shot is the song
0: oh that's the only song they have (laughs) yeah uh filter
1: filter yes but it's a great intro to the movie yeah so anyway okay moving on and then uh the last two uh our friend steve from cinema sidekicks uh was up at my house on halloween and we did a horror double feature for halloween we did the evil dead remake and uh trick or treat which is the uh, the anthology movie from about what seven years ago?
0: Yeah, trick or treat.
1: Trick or treat. Yes. Yeah. So starting with Evil Dead, we've talked about this before. I've talked about it on, my, on my show already. I love this movie. It still holds up after numerous viewings. It's mean spirited. It's gory and it's and one thing that uh, that Steve said, he was like that movie was. It's incredibly well shot, and I liked that he picked up on that because watching it again for the probably seventh time, it is so. It, the cinematography in the movie is so good. Um, it's it's very slickly shot, which some of these movies sometimes. And a know, lot of times, to...
0: you say that uh, you mean it as a negative, but here, yeah. It, but it's here very it worked, It, yeah. it works great. It
1: looks beautiful. I agree. Um, and then Trick or Treat, I've seen that movie. It's That's pretty much a Silent Night, Deadly Night is Christmas. Trick or Treat is now a Halloween time movie for me. Is It's fun, short, everything that, uh, all of the little short vignettes tie together so well. I love how they tie everything together. It's kind of funny, kind of gory, well made, great movie.
0: I've seen both of them once. <laughs> oh, man. Now oh. I'm planning on watching the Evil Dead remake again now that I have access To it mm. uh, It's I'm overdue for, to rewatch that one But after uh, you know, 30 and a half Horror movies in the last month I'm uh-huh. going to slip into some other stuff for a while But I'm going to definitely come to that one Trick or Treat I really enjoyed um, I need to get it on Blu-ray Or something Hopefully it's great. I can yeah. find yeah. that on the cheap
1: uh, and I was trying to explain to Steve there is some, and maybe you know about this too. There was some behind the scenes stuff that went on with either the writer or the director, but something happened where that movie did not get a theatrical release,
0: and it was supposed to. But um, something happened. As remember? I re- as I recall, I don't know what the actual problem was, but as I recall, that thing was shelved for several years before it yeah. actually came out.
1: I'm pretty sure that you actually sent me the trailer. I think yeah. that you you're like, dude, check this trailer out, and then the movie vanished. Yeah, for and like a couple of years, I think. Yeah, and then it just popped up on on DVD and Blu-ray, and now it has a cult following I immediately. Mean, like, All of my yeah.
0: horror friends talk about that. All the sites I'm on and everything, yeah. they everybody loves Trick or Treat.
1: But I, I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but uh, it's, that's unfortunate. I don't
0: know. Break out your csu detective badge and go find out do an episode on it i'd love to know what the story is behind that (laughs) yeah yeah no kidding um okay that's it well that brings the final total for this uh the 2015 horror thon uh 30 and a half i didn't quite reach the goal but there's always next year maybe next year i'll be able to do it and for you 40 and a half so your goal next year is to beat it Oh yeah! <laughs> uh, stay tuned to Horror-Thon 2016. We'll see if we can accomplish those goals. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Well done, sir. Well done. All right. Okay, now we can move into uh, recently watched, and this will—it'll be all horror for you after October 31st. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> actually, I, I've slowed down a little. Uh, okay, wait. A little.
0: Oh, okay, uh,
1: I got ten more. The watchman The Watchmen's on there.
0: No, you're good. <laughs> that I'm counts not. as about three movies, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's
1: just funny. I'm looking over the list. I'm like, oh, and then the rest is more horror. Okay.
0: <laughs> nope, you're fine. I just, <sighs> I, 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 I genre hop. That's what I do. You know, I'm, I'm suddenly I'm in the mood for this. I so watch this. You know, yeah. I've been watching a ton of uh, Marvel anime or Marvel uh, movies this week just to like reevaluate. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on those. Ant-Man I already talked about. Um Avengers 2 I get I, I already talked about that. Doctor Strange I rewatched again, talked about that. Guardians of the Galaxy, it's as good as I remember it. Uh Iron Man 3, my score went up probably a point or two full on that. Wow, I'm impressed I mean, cuz
1: we were on the same level with that one when it came out. I remember that like yeah.
0: I agree, but it and it still has its issues, but um you know, it's very watchable, and that second one, Iron Man 2, that one isn't so great either. I mean, it's it's good and watchable, but it's not as good as the first one. Yeah. Um, nah, you know what, so I gotta say it's at least as good as that the sequel, so that's okay, you know? Here's the thing,
1: I've only watched the first Iron Man twice, maybe, but I remember everything about it. I've watched Iron Man 2 and 3 one time each, and I... I remember a uh, race car being cut in half in part two and I remember
0: it's because again in Iron Man 2 it was uh, they're robots they're fighting other robots they you know and it's just like there's no stakes here uh, and then Iron Man 3 doing the uh, Spider-Man 2 thing he loses his powers because yes. he doesn't have a suit. So it's like, well, th- this will be interesting. It's a twist on it. He'll be out of his suit. And it's like, yeah, because I'm going to see Tony Stark part three. No, I'm going to see Iron Man part three. Mother, <laughs> Give yeah. me the Iron Man, you know? Uh, and, you know, that's part of the problem, especially when they get a new director on it. They're like, well, I want to do my take on it and let's change things up and let's break up the comic mold and uh, for the comic book movie. And, you know, some people really love that and really want to see that and the thing made a shitload of money. So who am I to Say I'm just yeah. an idiot with a stupid podcast, but um, you know when it comes to the comic book things, I'm more of a purist. I don't, I don't need you to change it up that much. Uh, there's a million backstories out there that you could go do, but they're doing their thing. And again, that thing made so much money. Don't listen to me, apparently. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I did have to bump it up a notch because knowing what I was getting into. And you just basically have to accept that they completely boned the Mandarin, and I guess they're trying to fix some of that, uh, and they're going to do something better. And I keep hearing people say, do you think they'll make an Iron Man 4? And I just want to reach through the screen and punch him in their face. Like, the last one made a billion dollars. You think they're going to stop? Of course they're not going to stop. Anything that makes a billion dollars is getting a sequel. They make sequels to yeah. movies that don't make money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you so, think
1: that all these actors, uh, Chris Helmsworth and uh, <clears throat> Robert Downey Jr., and do you think all the, like, eventually, just like Hugh Jackman, eventually they're going to get too old for this stuff? Mm-hmm. And
0: then is it going to be, here we go, now it's time for a reboot? Um, I'm praying that they'll just recast and keep going. You know, they did it with Hulk three times. Has, yeah. any, has anybody played Hulk twice? Um, yeah, yeah. You know what? You can move on. We're in a new age. Uh, I've said it before. It's either the viewers are uh, so stupid or so smart. They don't care. They can accept a new actor in the role. I keep hearing that Robert Downey Jr. is irreplaceable as Tony Stark. No, he's not. All you have to be is a rich, alcoholic asshole and (laughs) a Do you think he's sitting around coming up with those lines to be a smart mouth? No, he's not. There's teams of writers that come up with this shit. Yeah. You can put put somebody else in there. Um (laughs) Now, granted, he might be the most noticeable replacement of all of the Avengers um but come on, somebody else can't play thor oh good you're you're six four, you're blonde, and you're super muscular go action yeah <laughs> uh, not trying to knock Chris Hemsworth he's great everybody is great, they fit the rules flawlessly their their acting job is is fantastic, but yeah. Give me a break. Everybody's going to, everybody gets old and it's time to move on. How many people played Batman and bond and bond? Dude. It's, you know, just you, you get over it. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, speaking of Thor, uh, Thor to the dark world. I got that from the library and I got about 30 minutes in and it, the blu-ray has been rejected by my players. So, Ooh. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but I was enjoying it. It just—it's not as good as the first one. They nope. Uh, the, those Phase One movies—they knocked out of the park. The origins, and in Phase Two with Ant Man, I man, that was good. Um. Yeah, I—I I, I was just clearing off the Marvel stuff. Uh, okay. Recently watched. What do you got?
1: Okay. Uh, well, I talked about Exorcism of Emily Rose on my own show, so I don't want to spend much time on that. No, that's fine. Um, you
0: did a great breakdown of it. What what episode? Oh, no, you was like that. that?
1: Uh, that was the most recent one. Ninety. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I yeah, was looking for ninety-seven. A
0: ninety-seven. Yeah,
1: I'm going to hit. I'm going to hit a hundred before the end of the year. That's nice. my goal.
0: Cool. So, yeah. Uh, but... So for um, just send them over there. You don't have to recap it here. Just if you want to know okay. what you thought about Emily Rose, Eugene does a fantastic breakdown of it. Uh, Cinema Soft Underbelly, iTunes, episode ninety-seven. Uh, go listen to it there because I, there I really are. enjoyed it, and I was sitting there listening oh, to it. You. I was listening to it going. Yes, 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 yes. I agree. Yep. Ah, nice. Right on point. Good. And I laughed out loud at your joke. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not not gonna ruin it here. No. Okay. Just let him walk into it. (laughs) Okay.
1: Ah, yep. I sounded a little bit sick and a little bit hungover. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. So
0: go uh, next. Next review. Plague McLepper. Okay. Perfect.
1: Um, okay, so now we're going to piggyback on to what we, what we talked about uh, earlier in the show about movies that might be well made, yes. but but are not for you,
0: uh, specifically. And mm-hmm.
1: so I watched a movie, and in fact, I gave up on it, and then I decided, no, uh, you know
0: don't, what? Don't be a movie I recommend it. Don't be a movie no, I recommend oh, no. no, 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 okay. no, it's not. I'm
1: like, no, you know what? There's enough technical merit in this movie, I'm going to finish this damn piece of shit. (laughs) And I did. And it didn't get even remotely better. Um, And that would be Manson Family Vacation. So so, uh, uh, it's on Netflix, and I'm like, oh, okay. So this might be something maybe horror-ish, which it's not. Um, uh, Let me just pull it up here so I can uh, talk about it a little bit more. There it is. There you are. <laughs> okay. I like
0: how you're like. There it is. Like oh, there's that turd I just stepped there. in. Oh
1: there's yeah, it, and, and the and the shit squeezes up through your toes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's this movie.
0: I didn't picture you barefoot. I pictured you in my my work boots with my deep treads. So you had to like get a stick and claw it out of there.
1: It's it's me walking barefoot, and all of a sudden the dog shit slowly oozes up through the. And you're like, oh, I think it's under my toenails. And you're like, should I should I wash it off? No, just kind of wipe it through the grass and keep going. That's what I did in this
0: movie. I had a small cut. I think it's in there. Yeah, <laughs> just get the bleach, honey. Yeah, honey, bring me the, oh. the bleach and a brillo pad. I stepped in Manson yeah. family vacation. Yes, yep. Well, Why did you clean it off an hour ago? Hey, I, to see I, I was walking I to in the it. grass.
1: Yeah, it, it wiped off kind of.
0: I'll be okay, probably. Yeah.
1: Go on, Plaggy. Okay, so okay, so here is the deal with this movie. It's immediately well shot. You are like, okay, this is. This is, this looks good. And the acting is good. Make sense? Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, And then they start talking hipstery. And then you're like, oh, wait, the actors are kind of hipstery. Oh, oh, wait, the camera work is kind of hipstery.
0: Film school student using every... Angle it, they've ever seen in any movie ever. Yes. No theme. Is, yeah.
1: Oh, this is a hipster movie for the hipster crowd. Cause it's funny. Cause it's a guy that's obsessed with Manson and he reaches out to his estranged brother and they go on a whimsical, magical road trip to a compound in the desert to where the guy that was in saw Tobin Bell is waiting for them so that the, the estranged brother can become a part of his cult and it's ha-ha-ha-ha, whimsical, funny, and I, I hated this movie. But even though I hated it, I can see that there is a crowd out there that would be chugging their PBRs and smoking their camel non-filters with their... Oh, they're like,
0: hashtag funny. Probably yes,
1: yes. With their big beards that go down to their to yeah. their balls and their high rise. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that the, if you're yeah. that guy and and the twirly mustaches, if you're that guy, watch this movie. You'll love it. Oh. It's
0: hilarious. <sighs> anyway, yeah. tighten up uh, my turtleneck. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Put on your your pink back. I don't know put whatever they wear and <laughs> s- suspenders and a pink backpack with a. Yep
0: it's a panda a
1: ca- yeah cassette player in your uh anyway
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated by your uh, visual of a hipster that's all. Oh. It's a pink panda backpack and suspenders and a cassette tape and <laughs> yeah.
1: i'm i'm know, a super the a next round
0: hipster. will be a super hipster who carries around a vinyl player with a battery pack and <laughs>
1: yeah oh and the, the thing is it's like it's like you can tell that there is I, I hate to say there's talent behind the camera, but there is. Yeah. Um. But it's it's just I'm old now, and I'm like, <laughs> Apparently, yeah. This movie is made for someone that is 22 years younger than me, I guess. Um. But just oh, you just. And th- I just told you the storyline. Yeah,
0: I got it. So if you're, uh, yeah. uh, if that sounds like it's appealing to you, follow. And if not, unfollow. I will unfollow. Yes. So <laughs> yes.
1: So I I wish that you would watch it just to see what you think, but.
0: Uh, if if you watch Hide and Seek, I'll watch it.
1: Ooh, uh, we've got another cabin fever. Yeah, we do. That's,
0: it's more, uh, that was more of a threat than an actual aggression. Yes,
1: because seriously, after about 15, 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, no, Eugene. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And then a half hour, I'm like, nope, nope. To hell with this! I'm not going to watch this. And then the next day, I'm you, like, you
0: always do. You always watch it. You have to watch them all the way through. I don't know what your obsession with it is. No, I can like, yeah. I can quit. I can quit a movie at the opening title card if it pisses me off. <laughs> Eugene's like, I'm going to see this bitch all the way through. Yeah, Maybe, it's is like, there a, no, no no is you're, there you're, is there a post credit sting that will bring me back in?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and some of it was at, at a certain point. I'm like, okay, this is so I hate this so much. I'm like, this will at least make a great review. For movie
0: friends. Ah, uh, okay. Well, then it was worth it for all of us.
1: <laughs> yes. So.
0: Okay. Anyway. Uh, moving on. I'm going to do a real quick doubleheader because they're both going to be real brief. Uh, Bojack Horseman season two. Finished this up a while ago, but we've been dealing with horror thon stuff, so I haven't got around to it. Uh, still very good. Quite enjoyed it. I think two, uh, season two is a little weaker than season one. Agreed. Um, they got a little light on the crude humor. I they went a went from an NC17 to kind of a PG15. And they and they also got a little bit too
1: in my opinion too
0: serious for their own good. I mean, some of that stuff kind of worked though. It was okay. I didn't have a problem with that. Just so much as where's all my dirty jokes? You know? Yeah. I that, that's what it started off as and I'll, I'll definitely watch more, you know. It takes with with a comedy show. It takes a, a few seasons to hit your stride. They're at two, uh, you know. They should be better uh, from three to five. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I, I'll definitely watch more. Um, and next up, <laughs> I uh, sometimes fall victim to me constantly quoting movies. And my dear wife was like, "Oh, you." Yeah, good. You're going to quote that to me again? It's time to watch Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? again. Because that is one of her all-time top ten favorite movies. And I'm like, honey, we can watch that movie anytime you want. I love that movie. And my score stands, as I said, on the top 100, 10 out of 10. Wow. 11. 11 out of 10. It's a flawless, flawless film. Uh, I'm, you know, everybody is in love with the Coen brothers, I, I, I wouldn't say that I am. Uh, I tend to like uh, their movies that don't get as much love as the, their critically acclaimed stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Fargo, and everybody loves, uh, I don't know, the, the one where the guy's going around with the air blower and blowing people's brains out. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What, what the hell is that movie called? I don't know. Uh, er- Steve loves it. I, I don't know.
1: Because I'm, I'm with you on that. It was a good movie, but eh.
0: It was okay, but I, I don't... I, that and Fargo, I don't really even care for those. Oh, movies. No Country for Old Men. Uh, there you go. Give me O oh Brother Where Art Thou and Amen to that. Big Lebowski all day yep. long. I, I think that O oh, Brother
1: Where Art Thou is their best movie.
0: I think Big Lebowski is better, but you know you're talking about two perfect films. Yeah, they're both flawless, literally flawless. And with O oh Brother, the the music is so perfectly placed. Every yep. note and syllable right up until the very end with that. Oh my God. That movie just, I, and this is where, uh, as a critic, I fall apart <laughs> and I hate even calling myself a critic cause I hate critics, but, um, I fall apart because I can't talk uh, about good films. <laughs> I can't tell you what's great about this film. It's it's so hard it just for more, me. It works. Everything about it works. It is flawless from beginning yeah. to end. Every performance, every single score note, it's an 11 out of 10. Yeah. Um, that's it. Back to you. Uh, I will say
1: about Oh Brother Who Art Thou, I missed it in the first run theater when it came out, and my friend Phoebe and I, mm-hmm. we decided uh, this is this is a long time ago. We're like, hey, this, oh, brother, we movie is playing at the Dollar Theater up in Canton. Uh, and this is a long, like, this is back when the Dollar Theater was not where it's at now in Canton. Uh, it was at the other...
0: It was at a Corner Mall, uh, the Quickie yeah. Mall thing, yeah. 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 So we went up
1: there, and I'm like, this is... We couldn't believe just how good that movie was. Because uh, I was expecting, eh, whatever, and it it was... It was another one of those movie-going experiences where there was a lot of people there and were like, this is
0: so good. Like, what I in the world? I, I don't even think I saw this one in the theater because it was like a Coen Brothers, which are a tad hit and miss for me. But well, at the time I, I didn't know where I stood with them. Yeah. Uh, uh, but now I do where the comedy bits I'm in all the way and the drama stuff. Eh. Um, yeah. But so I don't think, I don't even think I saw this in theater. I don't know. Maybe theater ticket lottery will pr- prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but, I think I heard of this one word of mouth and it was like, ah, oh, isn't that an old timey kind of thing and musical. And it was like, no, you need to see that. And I watched it and was like, Oh my freaking God, this is <laughs> like it's from the very beginning where it was adapted from Ulysses or uh, Homer, the Odyssey, whatever. Uh, I was like, oh, oh, I immediately was seeing all the connections with that story. Cause I'm a huge fan of Homer and the Odyssey. Yeah. And it was, this is so genius. Like it would make my head hurt trying to figure out how to adapt this thing from a writer's standpoint, like <clears throat> boggles my mind that this thing exists. Uh, even in, if it existed in a written form, let alone going through all of the bullshit, pain in the ass, movie making process to get this strange idea done and then have it done and it's flawless. It's like, That's amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's great. Anyway. Um, And you know what? I do need to watch uh, Big Lebowski again. I have not seen that movie in so long. Um,
0: 11 out of 10. uh, It's (laughs) it's perfect. Every frame. (laughs) I will. Okay. Okay.
1: So uh, next up for me is... Watchmen, the super duper ultimate yes, yes. special special super ultimate, awesome edition yes, ultimate ulti- extreme extreme, extreme <laughs> edition um, and yeah I, uh, after you talked about the Marvel, what's, here's what's funny after you talked about the Marvel movies, all of them I would probably put Watchmen above every single one of them so would I <laughs> and that's a DC <laughs> movie so there you go
0: Oh, uh, but, would I! Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is. I. I. I don't. I mean, the biggest complaint I have of the movie is the CGI dog wolf creature thing at the end is starting to look a li- slightly, a tiny bit CGI-ish. That's it only, it.
0: Other, only because it's too perfect. They made it yeah. like with its tail waving. It's yeah, too yeah. flawless. Yeah,
1: but otherwise, it's it's an epic movie. Like it's it's <laughs> everything about it feels epic like you are watching a a cinematic piece of art i it's fantastic
0: now okay i'm I'm very curious because you watched the theatrical cut and then with you, you bought, yep yep and then you watched the director's cut yep um and i have the ultimate cut which i ordered the day it went on sale because i heard that they only made so many and it's not gonna be available and blah 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 and i was like i'm going to have it with the damn cartoon in because that's what i want yeah um and I got it, and it's out of print. And so, uh, I, I'm I'm curious on your review from that perspective as far as having watched two previous versions that you were yeah. satisfied with both of, did you like it better with the cartoon in? Did you feel like the cartoon was intrusive, or it panned it out? You know, I think that it worked in it, but
1: uh, I read the graphic novel, and... So, that was the first I had ever, you know, took in the Watchmen. So, to me, it fit perfectly. Now, the casual moviegoer, I can see where not having it in probably... I'm I'm not saying
0: that theatrical and the director's cut don't have their place. I'm just saying as somebody who loved the book...
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. I am totally on board. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Where are you going to try and buy it? I was going to say, it's going to be hard for me to go back to the even the director's cuts because this is... I'm yes. a completist. I love... <laughs> there's very few movies that I don't generally go for the extended version. Halloween 2 is one of the very few movies that I'm like, nope. The theatrical version was better. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one here, it, this is... It's so good. It's so good. And I don't want to... Well, yeah at this point, everybody that has seen the movie will have seen the movie as far as the theatrical version or the director's yeah, cut, yeah. so you know that the you know what have, they've changed from the graphic novel versus the movie. But I, I think this works. In fact, I don't quite know how. It's hard for me to imagine the graphic novel version being in the movie. Yeah, does that make, does that make
0: sense? Yeah. Hey, we you know what? It's been out long enough. You want to go spoiler spoiler I, on the end? I of? think we should. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and here's a shocking thing. I, I always tend to defer to the comic book as being, uh, that's the source material and you got to stick to it. This is one of the few cases where the, I feel, uh, the movie ending was better than the graphic novel. And that's a huge step considering this is an Alan Moore. Yeah. Uh, property. That guy's a genius. He's a freaking weirdo, but his writing is genius. Now, that being said, uh, Spoiler, spoiler, you've been warned. Uh, The end of the book is um, this giant fake alien octopus thing collapsing on New York and killing a bunch of people. And then because of that, everybody is afraid of aliens and we need this whole system to protect us from it or thereabouts, something like that. Yep. Uh, Worked great in the book until you follow the concept through to completion. So what happens 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road when no more aliens come through some magical portal? portal? It's, Mm -hmm. okay, we're probably fine now. Uh, Whereas the movie was like, no, no, no. This horrible, devastating attack on the city that killed thousands or millions of people um, uh, stemmed from Dr. Manhattan, who everybody knows exists and knows is out there and knows is invincible immortal whatever uh what happens if if he comes back that's why we need to have these systems in place so everybody in the world knows that he exists therefore they believe the threat yeah. okay you know what i mean they they yep. know it exists it's not just some legend or mythical thing that's it's a better ending that that makes more logical sense than the book i gotta say even though i was dying to see the giant octopus thing (laughs) no in the the
1: comic book it was great
0: yeah (laughs) yeah the only thing that the um and some people say he strained too hard to follow the book too closely (laughs) come on you freaking nerds most of the time you're saying they don't follow the book close enough now you're saying they he follows it too closely shut up I granted it's I don't know Uh, that just irritates me the only thing I wish they would have had in the movie the only thing I felt they were lacking was the island of the artists and the scientists whatever that came together to create the alien thing okay Um, uh, that was kind of breezed over as being part of the Antarctica project whatever in the movie not the hugest deal, but you know there there is you're always going to gain or lose some stuff in a transition of medium, and you have to accept that. there is no way that every movie is going to live up to its source, yeah, especially of a novel a graphic novel comic book whatever it's going to be they're completely different mediums, and you have to accept some change uh but here but, is one instance where I felt like the movie outdid the book i mean shit as yeah. much as as much as you can do in a movie translation if they ever try and reboot that thing give me a freaking break yeah. you're never gonna top that yeah <laughs> and and the
1: the the casting the casting was so good mm-hmm. like i i i remember the comic book and, and i'm like these these people feel like what i read in that graphic novel it's like that's that's them right there um and i still remember when we saw this in the theater. And, uh, and that was a theatrical version, which
0: I will never watch again. <laughs> had you, you had read the book then, before yes, then? Okay, yep. I, I made you do that. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. And, and, but even then, I'm like, oh, that was so good. Me too, me too. Uh, and then, we, you know, then the director's cut came out, and I'm like, oh, it's even better. And now it's like, well, that's as close as you will get to what Alan Moore wrote.
0: Yeah, I agree, as far as a movie version. Yeah. unless you want to make it 25 hours long. Um yeah. I, but I I was fascinated by having the comic book or the animated parts in the movie. Um It's yeah, weird because it, while I'm watching the ultimate cut and I've watched it a couple times now and when I go revisit it I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's kind of dragon now and again with the Black Freighter and this animated part, but then when I get to the end I realize I needed those breaks. In between the seriousness of the story, and you see the parallels of what oh, he's yes. trying to do politically um, with eighties uh, <laughs> Thatcherism in England, and blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Uh, it works so well for me. Anyway,
1: yeah, it's a great movie, fantastic movie. Five, actually, five out of five stars for me. I don't, uh, I can't think of anything other than a little bit of. CGI that's I mean vaguely iffy in the end I otherwise it's it's fantastic movie
0: I agree I, I don't think it can ever be done better cinematically but yeah. you know time will tell uh, okay over to me we're getting on in time I have yeah. four left and I'm going to wicked oh, burn wow. th- I'm going to wicked burn through them real fast it's okay. not going to take a lot of time Kung Fury mm. have you watched this yet? I haven't, but you posted that on
1: Facebook, Ooh. and I'm like, I've gotta watch that.
0: It's it's on Netflix. It is a uh, oh, I'm not even gonna try and describe it. If you're into kung fu or bad martial arts films, they did a Kickstarter campaign to try and make a full movie. I don't know how you carry a, this joke for a full movie. So they, I don't even know if they got all their funding. So they got a 30 minute movie. It's on Netflix, and it's freaking brilliant. I I don't understand how they did the cgi but it's beyond amazing i absolutely loved it 10 out of 10 for that thing and for the people behind it back in time documentary about back yeah. to the future uh, not documentary um uh retrospective let's put it that way okay uh, people uh talking about the back to the future what it meant to them but where are we at with it's now 2015 how do their predictions for Back to the Future 2 line up? Some people love the sequels. Some people hate the sequels. Very interesting. Definitely give it a watch if you're a fan of the series. Definite thumbs up. Not much to say on that.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, I just finished this up tonight. Another short review. True Detective, Season 1. Didn't realize it was only eight episodes. So we we're, were most of the way through this episode and going... Is this the last episode? It's only episode eight. Uh, that being said, like everyone else has said before me, uh, yeah, it's a 10 out of 10. It's perfect. It's flawless. Best, <laughs> writing, uh, best writing of a series ever. It's so genius the way they manage timelines and uh, detective details coming out in this detective story. It's, it's impossible to explain. Just know that uh, it's a writing class. If you haven't if you're an aspiring writer and you haven't seen this uh get on it it's genius. Um okay, and lastly. Uh <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Harbinger Down. I managed to squeeze this guy in. Uh now, you know I've I've already seen this oh, movie, right? Oh, we we talked about this extensively on Movie Freaks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but and that's part of the reason why I was compelled to watch it. Um because it, it came on Netflix a couple days ago. Uh, even with your bad review and, and uh, the guys that made the thing and the uh, aliens and I, I gotta give it a look. I gotta see what's going on here. You know, <laughs> I didn't hate it. It's not good, but I didn't hate it. And I kind of feel like it's like I was making fun of it right off the bat because it's like, oh, it's har. The name of the boat's Harbinger, and then it's mm. like, oh, here's a ship that's never left port. Mm. For the for the runtime of this film, you can tell uh, there are two modes in the first uh, half of this movie, and it's either ultimate shaky cam because we're at sea, obviously not at sea, because nobody else is moving, just the camera shaking all over the place. <laughs> and the other uh, stance is then they cut to completely still. It's not. It's not moving at all. It's Completely dead. Ugh. Dead water ocean. <laughs> um, but and oh, it, it's it's a crazy mix between the worst acting ever and good acting. Like some of the actors are quite good, and then yep. others are just horrible. 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 And, then, and then they do things like uh, like that professor. I wanted him to die so fast. That was the he worst. Was terrible. And I I don't even know if I can blame the actor as much as the way the character was written. That might have been a writing issue. Uh, oh, so bad. Uh, the one or two females in the f- film, uh, their makeup is perfect. They're on a crab boat in Alaska. Makeup, pristine and perfect all the way through. It's of like, course. That, yeah. That's completely so far from believable. Um, th- but there were some really good practical effects here and there and some really bad ones, but... I You know what I kept thinking of was uh, all of the freaking underwater movies that uh, we come around on liking. How many of them, they're not good. That one with Peter Weller, uh, That that's not a good movie. Uh, let's face it, honestly, breaking it down, in the pantheon of cinema, that's not a good movie. But You're talking about Leviathan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we both like it. Oh yeah. This is the kind of movie that we could come back to in 10 years and go, not bad. (laughs) It has that kind of tone. Lance Henriksen is an immortal. Somebody cut off his head, even though he is wearing his skin around like a wrinkly old man. And that, as soon as he opens his mouth, that's Lance freaking Henriksen again. He, there is no bit of him that has diminished inside. It's just the exterior. Uh, so you know what? I kind of enjoyed it. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, give nice. it that. I'll give it a passing grade, maybe like a five and a half or a so six. The, so the leftover uh, thing effects worked for you. The yeah, so, some of them were bl- so blatant. It's like, oh, yeah. I remember that from the thing. But and it's a total ripoff of the thing in Alien. And there's yep. so many stupid things that happen. Like, oh, I'm so sick of I'm so sick of freaking scientists who are like, I gotta do this study right away. And so in an uncontrolled environment they're just cutting chunk, chunks out of shit and putting it under microscopes like it's science. It's like, no scientist would ever do that. No yeah. no professor of a school would ever act that way. They would be like, let's get this to a sealed environment where we can study it and get real scientific information. But no. they're They're just like, let's hit this ice block with a sledgehammer. It's so dumb. Like from the very get go, when they pull it out, they're like, "Hit it with a hammer." <laughs> uh, but anyway,
1: yeah, it's, uh, I digress.
0: It's it's the same thing with Leviathan. If you really want to break it down, yeah, uh, I like I like
1: I think <laughs> Leviathan was probably the best of the underwater movies uh, that that came in the wake of The Abyss.
0: I agree, but you know the what was that other one? I Deep Star 6. Deep Star 6. I like that movie too. Uh, same same freaking problems. Dodgy acting from half the uh people in the movie and it, it st- <laughs> stupid scientific method. <laughs> yes. Like they just we got to science that, you know, the shit. So they reach in there with a bare hand and grab onto some shit that's dethawing thawing and dripping all over and oozing and just like yeah. put that shit under a microscope. And it's like, yep. hey. no, a real scientist would have a rubber glove and a sealed suit and bra- just take a tiny swab and put it on. Yeah. Their- no, they don't <laughs> do that. We'll just grab off a chunk and throw it under the sh- glass. <laughs> As the
1: as the mutant crab as the mutant crab rips you in half and
0: yeah I'm coming for you <laughs> yeah uh,
1: I, I something about the the whole underwater alien thing I love those movies I, I do, do. Too.
0: I do too but that's what I'm talking that's why I'm saying I'm not going to completely crap on this movie because I could see us in a few years down the road coming back to it and being like you know what not oh, that man. bad. <laughs> Okay, oh, go ahead yeah. and wrap up your recently watched. Whatever you got um, left, go for it.
1: You know, the only one that I've really got to t- to uh, touch on yet uh, is uh, Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell. And this is a Hammer movie with Peter Cushing. And the only reason that, that this is of note here is this is kind of the last of the golden age of Hammer films. This was kind of the... the Final big horror movie from them. They were trying to uh, up the gore quotient in this movie, and because of The Exorcist, this came out like very shortly after The Exorcist. But things had been changing then with the horror landscape, yeah. and and so I've been following Hammer Hammer Studios for a long time now, and it's cool to watch this movie. And it's not a perfect movie, and it's not near as good as some of their other ones, but it's cool to see that you can tell they're they're wanting to still do their gothic horror, mm-hmm. but you, it's over. Like, the honeymoon is over. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we should do one more, and let's make it really gory. And, of course, it's quaint now. But for back then, it's like, oof, that's pretty gruesome stuff. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, but it's a good movie. I. I'm a sucker for hammer horror. The, uh, even if the sets are cheap and the storylines are all very similar, it's, they're still fun and Peter Cushing brings it to every role that he plays. He was exceptionally good and he, he is in this movie as well. So, um, And also this movie has never seen an unrated version, uh, to my knowledge, on home video. At least in the States, and this one here I actually imported from uh was it New Zealand? Wow. And so uh a Blu-ray. This is, I've had this for a little while now, and so I rewatched it again. Uh you can't get it here in the States, but it's the uncut version and it's it's pretty graphic. Yeah. Um it's a great movie. It's it's fun. I you would love it. I all of these old hammer movies with the classic monsters i you'd love them
0: i know i would i i know i would I, I, there's a couple of them that uh voodoo i'm going to be watching i've actually watched have yeah. uh, most of one of them and i've I, even being uh, kind of dated and bad i'm just sitting there going this is fantastic
1: <laughs> yeah something about, and they all follow the same plot points and then you know the ending is abrupt and like you're thinking that okay, the movie's gonna be another fifteen minutes and then like thirty seconds later, credits roll. Done.
0: <laughs> oh, the one I want was watching I've been watching part of. Um I a priest or a monk or whatever falls down and breaks some ice and bumps his head and a little bit of blood trickles down into a frozen Dracula's mouth. And I'm just like, oh I, yeah! I'm just like genius, just genius. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. Um, but anyway, so but sometime you got to watch uh, Monster from Hell because it's just hammer throwing everything in the kitchen sink uh, into this production. Just like, okay, this is it. This is our last hurrah. Here we go. And it works for what it is, so uh, I could talk Hammer Horror for
0: (laughs) hours. Well, maybe when I get more of them watched, we can do an entire episode of Hammer Horror. I would love to watch all of them, so maybe... Yeah, they're good stuff. Okay. Anyway. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. As always, you can get a hold of us at MovieFreaksPod at Yahoo.com, and please visit our friends Cinema Sidekicks and Cinema Soft Underbelly, both on iTunes. Uh, Anything else you'd like to add for this episode, sir?
1: Uh, that should do it. I just uh, my arms and my hands are falling off and, and you are uh, dead.
0: my beard's growing even longer and wider, and I'm sure my kids are puking upstairs yes. and <laughs>
1: Oh yes, and I, I'm twirling my uh, my big mustachey thingy, and yeah, I'm um, sure
0: that I've got uh, some kind of part of your disease through Skype. So thank you very much for that. Yes, yes. Yeah, right. yep.
1: So <laughs> so we basically we've covered hipster, and, hipsters, and zombie Disease le- and beards. Leprosy. And yes, I
0: think uh, I think that's yeah. it.
1: That's a typical episode of Movie Freaks. Brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant.
0: Brilliant. 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 listening All uh,
1: right, okay, are we done? <laughs> <laughs>